Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Straight up with Stassi. Hi, everyone. I'm Stassi Schroeder. She's the star of Bravo's Vanderpump Rules. I'm here to talk about pop culture, reality TV, celeb gossip, relationships. Stassi's new podcast is a hilarious look at the world and everyone in it. I want to give my opinion on everything. And she's never one to hold back on any topic. Because that's what I do best. Judge. <laughs> this is Straight Up with Stassi. Dracaris, bitches. Welcome to Straight Up with Stassi. Book tour solo edition. Um, first of all, I want to apologize for this episode coming out way later than usual. Um, I brought my podcast equipment with me on this tour, thinking that I would have, I don't know, an extra hour at some point to spare where I could do this. Turns out, <laughs> no. I didn't. Um, I don't think I was fully prepared um, for a book tour. You know, now I understand, you know, like how people train for marathons. You know, you can't just like sign up for the marathon after like, I don't know, going to Equinox three times and then like expect to be able to do it with like flying colors so easily. That's what I feel like on this book tour. And I'm not complaining by any means because this has been one of the one of the most worthwhile experiences, one of the most rewarding, humbling, awesome experiences of my life. But I didn't realize just like how it's go, go, go. Literally like six cities in a week. So a plane every day. And like I'm somebody who loves to fly like I talk about this all the time. Flying is like one of my favorite things to do. But um, ha getting on a flight every day is like, a, yeah, it's it's a little different. And I'll get into what it's like to be on a book tour in a second. But I'll start from the beginning, okay? Because I thought, you know, before I went on this book tour, I'm like, yeah, you know, like the day I'll, I get to New York, I'll like do an episode and like kind of touch on, you know, how I'm so excited about Next Level Basic and talk about Game of Thrones because the premiere finally came out and I was so freaking excited. I mean, two years I waited for this shit. Two freaking years. And I realize I don't really have time to talk about Game of Thrones because so much there's so much to talk about, I feel like, about this book tour. I will say, though, with Game of Thrones, real fast, we waited two years. Why was it only like 56 minutes long? Hmm? 
I was expecting like a 20 episode season where each one was like two hours long. And then I see that there's only like six episodes and the first one is 56 minutes. No, what the F? No excuses. That's my main complaint. Other complaint. Why did it feel like I was watching a rom-com? I totally felt like I was watching a Julia Roberts movie or like, you know, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days with Daenerys and Jon Snow. Now, I'm not complaining about that or saying I dislike it because love me some Jon Snow and Daenerys, but it was a little, it was, it was unexpected. It was unexpected. So I'm liking it. I just wasn't prepared for it. Just like how I'm not prepared or I wasn't prepared for this book tour. And I will say one of the main questions that I've been getting asked by everyone who's come to my my tour events, they're like, who do you think is going to end up on the Iron Throne? And I'm like, honestly, no effing idea. And I feel like that's a shitty answer. And I'm like disappointing people when I say that. But also, um, I seriously don't know. Like, they, I can already tell that they're, like, making Daenerys and Jon Snow look all loved up because they feel like they're going to be ripped apart in the end at some point. All I know is that, also, I don't want Bran to be on the Iron Throne because he sucks. You know what I mean? He just sucks. He's, like, the whole reason that, like, all of the suffering has gone down. And I will never forgive him for the Hodor thing. Like, selfish AF. Like, can you think about someone else but yourself? Like, okay, Bran, we get it. You're, like, the three-eyed raven. But, like, you finally get to see your long-lost brother. And he's still, like, this, like, moody teenager. It's, like, you can still be, like, a normal social person and be the three-eyed raven at the same time. Like, you don't need to bring everyone's energy down. You know what I mean? And that's how I feel about Game of Thrones right now. So excited to go back home tomorrow because I get to see the second episode of Game of Thrones. And I'm really happy that they finally told Jon Snow who he really is. Although I think that my prediction is that he's not going to tell Daenerys. I think he's too much of a stand-up dude. And he's like, yo, my lady... You know, this has been what she's been... This is what she's been fighting for for eight years. Like, I don't want to bring her down. I feel like he's like totally okay being like the stay-at-home dad type. And so he's going to let her shine. And then like at some point she's going to find out like someone else is going to tell her. And then she's going to get like really pissed that he kept a secret from her. This is my prediction. I could be totally wrong. But who ends up on the Iron Throne? Seriously, no freaking idea so i've been like going through this whole theme of like trying to just like be healthier and use more organic products because i'm you know getting older and i'm just becoming more aware of things like that and the same goes with perfume i mean you spritz perfume on almost every day and you probably don't think about what's actually in it so that's why I'm really excited about Fleur because they make stunning non-toxic perfumes and list every single one of their ingredients online. So you get a good scent made with clean ingredients so nothing harmful is going on or into your body. So for luxurious perfume, it's all about good, clean fun with Fleur. So let me tell you how this works. First, you go to Fleur's website, and that's Fleur, P-H-L-U-R.com. And then you get you kind of get to know the scents with pictures, words. They even have playlists on their site. So it's like kind of interactive and fun. So then once you go through that, you actually get to try them on your own skin and see how it works in your life. 
Another great thing is that Fleur is their scents are gender free. So it's a completely transparent fragrance company. You know exactly what you're putting on your body. And they also have body wash, body lotion in the same sense. So you can smell amazing all the time and kind of have like a theme to like, you know, who you are about like what you smell like. So if you go to Fleur.com today, and again, that's P-H-L-U-R.com, use my promo code Stasi. you get 20% off your first custom Fleur sample set. So you pick three cents to try and get credit towards a full-size bottle of your favorite. That's awesome. So 20% off to get a sample set of three, and then you can choose what of get a credit towards a full-size bottle after you pick your favorite one. So that's promo code Stasi at Fleur.com and get your first free samples 20% off. So back to Bookshore. It started off a little rocky. Gonna say that. I had a weird, weird plane experience. So I woke up Friday morning or Monday. I actually don't even know what day. Monday. Yeah. All my days are running together. I get off the plane and I'm like, what city am am I in? What is the weather like outside? I have no idea. So I get on the plane to fly to New York. I fall asleep. I slept the whole entire time. And all of a sudden, this late, the uh, flight attendant is waking me up and she's like, we're not landing in at JFK. We're landing in Newburgh or something. And I'm like, lady, I'm still half asleep. My Xanax is still 100% like in my veins like I can't comprehend what you're saying right now what do you mean we're not landing in JFK finally I'm able to like come to my senses and everyone's like freaking out like apparently this Newburgh place is upstate New York and we land no one knows what's going on we sit there for like 20 minutes and finally the captain comes on and says no one's able you know no flights are able to go into JFK because of all of the wind and all of that stuff so we're just gonna have to sit here and wait it out um okay bro sit here and wait it out like how much time are we talking wait it out like should we ration food like that's kind of weird to say so then another like 15 minutes go by and mind you Catherine Catherine Powers from uh who what where was on my flight and she's a friend of mine who I really really love and adore and she was like what are we gonna do and they finally said okay if you want to get off the plane you can leave but no matter what, your luggage is, is staying on this flight, on this plane, and it'll land in JFK when the plane lands in JFK, but we don't know when that is. So everyone gets even more panicked. And about 80% of the plane decides to leave, literally leave, including Catherine. And I'm, I'm just sitting here like, I'm not leaving my clothes Like, I have a book tour. Even if I didn't have a book tour, I still wouldn't leave my clothes. I'm ride or die. I don't have kids, so my clothes are my children right now at this point. My dogs are at home. My clothes are my children. I'm staying with them. I'm going down with the ship. I'm like the captain on the Titanic. Sacrifice myself for my clothes. So 80% of people leave. I don't know what they did. I guess they had to get on a, like three hour you know a three hour uber to jfk hoping that they're going to get their luggage or i don't know go to their hotels and then get send a messenger to get their luggage i don't know how that worked out but i elect to stay on the plane and i was sitting in first class and 
most of first class had left also. And all of a sudden, all these people just like uh, from economy come rushing in to sit in the first class seats and the flight attendants start panicking saying you can't you can't be up here you can't sit up here and there's this one specific lady who's in a like a hooded sweatshirt that has like i don't know if it was like moose all over them it was the weirdest sweatshirt it was so napoleon dynamitey Bo would have loved it and she's like i'm sorry but you you can't be up here she's like why the hell not can i not be up here why there are upgrades all the time i'm gonna sit here i'm gonna sit in first class you're making me stay here i'm gonna sit in first class and the flight attendant's like no i'm sorry like you you can't it's not fair to the other flight the other first class people and i'm sitting there being like that's not the right argument like the right argument like the first class people in first class don't give a shit if people move up and in, into the new seats i would just i'm like the argument is it's not fair to everyone else who's in economy that doesn't get to come up to first class so there's that like what makes you feel like you're the special one that gets to just come up like what about everyone else back there that's not fair but i'm i I keep my mouth shut i the whole entire time and i'm just watching this exchange i'm filming some of it just for my own you know personal pleasure to like you know send to because i'm like this shit's going crazy and she's like if i can't be back here then i demand one of your steak dinners i want one of your steak dinners for free i want you to give it to me right now and i want a tito's and apple juice and i'm like this lady is nuts and so the flight attendant's arguing with her we cannot give you food we can't we can't serve alcohol right now i can get you a soda and this lady goes ape shit to the point where i thought that like she was going to be kicked off the plane then i mean tito's and apple juice and a steak dinner it's so random and like was she just expecting that like she would be served the steak dinner tito's and apple juice and everyone else would just have to sit around and watch her eat it like none of us would get it it was very 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 weird so then more time goes on an hour we're on that we're on the plane and people really start going crazy fighting yelling and it ends up going on for 3 hours i wait on this plane for 3 hours while everyone goes nuts and i swear to god it felt like it was the apocalypse like i saw humanity start breaking down i feel like i learned like a whole like a whole new set of survival skills in case like there's a zombie breakout or like i don't know bird box happens like i will know how to handle shit i am now like more prepared because i witnessed the monstrosity and craziness that happens on a JetBlue flight to New York. And that was very interesting. So after the third hour of just sitting there on the plane, delirious, they're finally like, okay, we're going to be able to get up and we're going to be able to take the plane to JFK now. It's safe. And mind you, my main concern, once I found out we were landing in this Newburgh place besides my clothes, was that I had a 930 spray tan planned And I'm like, fuck, I'm going to miss my spray tan. Like, that sucks. That's the worst. That is the worst. So I'm sitting here thinking about my clothes and my spray tan. And I got Tito's and apple juice over here yelling. Finally, we take off. And Emily said that everyone in her section of the plane, when we did take off, because it was so windy, started throwing up. So she was sitting in the back of the plane with everyone vomiting. So it was really like... I don't know, Outbreak or something. Remember that movie? That movie was a gem. I need to watch that movie again. 
Okay, so we care about the ingredients in the food we eat, you know, what we drink, um, the beauty products we use, our skincare, even our shampoo. We want, you know, organic. We want what's good for us. But a lot of the time, we don't think about what's going up our vaginas. Let that settle in. I mean, okay, like we don't have that many options when we go to the drugstore for tampons and things like that. And we don't know the chemicals or anything like that that's in them. And Lola changed the game. So Lola products are 100% natural. So they're 100% easy to feel good about when it comes to feminine care products. So Lola products basically come in a simple, customizable subscription. So you'll never need to make another trip to CVS or Dwayne Reed or whatever. So what happens is you go on their website and you can choose what you want your box to be like. So say you have, you're somebody who has a light period. My periods tend to be light. So my boxes, I order light to regular tampons. Say you kind of want all three. You want to have light, regular, and um, a super. You can do that too. You can cater it to exactly what your body needs. They also have pads. They have liners. It's fantastic. And they just come directly to your door. So right now, they're giving my listeners 25% off your subscription when you visit mylola.com and enter my promo code STASI25 when you subscribe. So that's 25% off your subscription. It's a lot. And that's mylola, M-Y-L-O-L-A dot com. Use my promo code STASI25. Get 25% off. Another great thing about it is that they're like little, they're in tiny, they're tiny little tampons, you know, the ones that are short. So you can easily put them in your hand discreetly if you need to use the restroom in a public place. The box that they come in is this light shade of blue. So it's chic. You don't have that like neon weird sign box you know, laying around your bathroom. So feel good about what you're putting in your body. That's organic, awesome material going up there. So there's nothing to worry about. Easy and carefree. So go to mylola.com, enter promo code Stasi 25 and get 25% off all your subscription. So that was the start of the book tour. We finally land at 11.30 or 11 or something like that. Mind you, we were supposed to land at like 5.30 or 6 and go to the hotel. And I'm so, I have so much adrenaline that I'm like, I can't go to sleep until, I didn't fall asleep until 3.30 in the morning. So I got two and a half, two and a half. That's never happened to me. I'm a sleeper. I love to sleep. I'm the type of person that needs to get my eight hours and I had two and a half hours of sleep woke up and had to do press all day long and after that go straight to a signing which I wasn't prepared for so all of my signings have been sold out a thousand people this is not a humble brag this is a brag brag I feel very proud and very just just so humbled and overwhelmed with emotion that everyone has just been embracing next level basic in this book and I have not I have not had one bit of negative feedback it has all been so positive and I can't believe that I spent months and months with my stomach in knots just worrying if people would like it if people would relate to it and it you know it turns out that there are a lot of undercover basic bitches 
around here that really needed that push to just be themselves and embrace their basic bitch. And I feel really happy that I could write something that every that could could release everyone, I guess, releasing the base, basic bitch chains and shackles. So my first stop was in New Jersey and a thousand people is, is a lot of people. I, I wasn't prepared for that. So to sign a thousand books and then take a thousand photos. And I wanted, I want to, at least every time I meet somebody, you know, especially like a listener of my podcast or something like that, I, I really want to have like that connection for a second. And it's very hard to do with a thousand people. I did my best. And when I was done that first night, I looked at Emily, my publicist, who is legitimately like the publicist of the century, and I bowed down to her forever and ever. Um, And I was like, don't talk to me, Bo. I can't even text. I don't think my motor skills are working right now. I've, I've never been more drained in my life. And this is something, you know, I've talked about on my podcast frequently that I... I'm I'm introverted and I I I get my energy from being alone and to be around so many people all at once. I mean, I'm not somebody that likes big crowds. Even concerts kind of freak me out sometimes. I just it's just a lot. It was it 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 was intense. And then the next day I had my signing in New York and then we went to and that was fantastic. And I, you know, I couldn't believe that, you know, I'm on Barnes and Noble, the Barnes and Noble on Fifth Avenue in Manhattan. And I'm like, what the fuck is life? What is life right now that I have hoodwinked and tricked all of these people into being here for me? Like I'd still like I can't digest it. I'm I'm trying to digest digest it. And it's just I I can't. I mean, I I feel so happy and so at peace and and overwhelmed with love, but it's like I'm still not getting it if that makes any sense. And so then we flew to Boston where the Ritz-Carlton hooked a sister up. I mean, a giant ass suite overlooking a cemetery. Overlooking a cemetery with like Aperol spritzes, next level basic stuff, a robe that was embroidered that said basic bitch on it. My bathroom had an OOTD sign. I just was like, oh, holy shit. This is just like the coolest thing in the entire world. And we went to the Boston signing and that was another thousand people. And I'm like, okay, I'm kind of getting the hang of this. I got an IV with a B12 shot. That helped a lot. People were bringing, I mean, I, I can't thank everyone enough for sh- not only showing up, but being so kind and so lovely and like the gifts that people were bringing, the presents that people were bringing. I mean, like even presents for Bo. I should have just brought Bo on this trip. You know, before I went on it, I was like, okay, should I just go by myself with my publicist or should, you know, I have Bo come along? And I thought about it a lot and I was like, you know, because I feel like I'm going to be drained, I'm not going to have the energy to go out and, you know, go to bars, go to dinners and socialize and things like that. So 
I don't want Bo to be bored, so I guess I'll just leave him at home and I'll just go here at work, get work done, and that's it. I regret that. I totally wish that he came because people who came to my signings asked me about Bo and just as and gave me so much love about Bo just as much as they did about my book. I felt like I was at Bo's appearance every single time I had a signing and I loved it. It it really just warmed my heart. And so the Boston experience was great and I got to go to a ghost tour afterwards. I rallied for that. I'm like, if there's anything that I can rally for after one of these signings, it's something that has to do with murder and death. So I told, and I've always wanted to go to Boston. I love American history. I love scary shit. And I'm like, Emily, we have to just go on a ghost tour. I won't fall asleep. I swear, like, this means so much to me. And we were able to do that, and I I just heard so many cool stories. I walked around the city, and the city's just so cool and old. And, I mean, I saw where, like, you know, George Washington had stayed. I walked around Harvard, and I just witnessed so much. And I am 100% going to be coming back to Boston at least for like a good four days because and hopefully staying at the Ritz Carlton again <laughs> if they'll have me because it I just loved that city so so much so after that woke up got on a plane again went to Chicago love Chicago had the same wonderful experience let me just say the way a book tour works I thought that maybe like you know it's kind of spread out it's not so you get on a plane early in the morning so I would wake up I wake up at like six in the morning every day go to the airport fly to a new city get dropped off at my hotel have like an hour to maybe watch like an episode of friends um and eat some lunch or something and then get hair and makeup and then go straight to the signing and then I don't get back to the hotel until like 10 30 11 and then I go through all of the gifts that everyone gave me because I and you know all of the letters and cards and I want to read through them all and I pack them up in boxes and get them I got them shipped to my apartment back at home um and then go to bed at like one in the morning and repeat the process over again so that's why my podcast is out extra late this week and I apologize for that I really didn't no, that it was just nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. And so after Chicago yesterday, I just arrived literally just now in Dallas. And I'm like, okay, I got like 45 minutes to do some podcasting. I don't know how entertaining I will be because I just, I'm so overwhelmed with everything. I just read articles that I'm, that Next Level Basic is number one at Barnes and Noble, that it's sold out on Amazon and that they had to buy like, I can't even tell you how much more I walked to the airport and like saw my book there and I'm just I every day I've been like crying multiple times just so many happy tears because I just I can't believe just how much people are loving it and relating to it and I I feel like I find like you know I've always loved my podcast and said that my podcast feels like it gives me a sense of purpose and and I love connecting with you and I I love just love the whole community that we've all created together not just me and you know and I mentioned the Facebook group like you guys have all connected with each other you also created this community of Khaleesi's this isn't just me and it's just now 
turned into something so much bigger than I ever dreamt or dreamed it could be. And I'm just in shock and, and awe. And I'm just so, so thankful. And everyone who came out, I'm just so thankful. I mean, somebody came all the way from London for my tour and brought me Meghan Markle stuff. <laughs> and I just, I can't believe the, just the thought that went into everyone's gifts. And, you know, someone made like a, a tie where the material is made of nothing but like Bose photos. And I just, I, you know, I'm sorry if this podcast is just a little boring and a little braggy, but I'm, this is what I'm feeling right now. And this is what I'm going through. And I, I just... I really, I can't thank everyone enough who's been a part of this journey. Not just like, you know, my publicist and my agents and publishers and lawyer and all that stuff and people who have, and my friends who who have been so supportive and so wonderful, but you guys, like you guys have made this what it is. And I'm just, yeah. I'm I'm just like really, really blown away and very, very thankful. Okay, so like no one really likes warm alcohol. I mean, raise your hand if you like warm alcohol. No one is raising their hand right now. Not one. It's disgusting. Ew, gross. Seriously, nasty. That is why I have been really excited to partner with Brewmate because I've actually used Brewmate cups and glasses uh, since before they actually partnered with me. I have a bunch of them at my house. I use them not just at my home, but also to take places because I don't want my liquid or my alcohol to be warm. So basically, they're ins- it's insulated drinkware, and it's designed to keep your favorite beverages ice cold all day long. They have so many different styles to choose from, like so many different colors. There's matte, there's sparkly ones. I have uh, my favorite ones that I have. They look like they're wooden. So it kind of like has like this rustic look to it. And I find that even when I am at home in my apartment, instead of using my like really nice wine glasses, when I drink my wine, I, I use those because I'm like, well, I mean, it's just going to get warm anyway if I don't drink it quick enough. So I'm not just using these when I go on a picnic or like bringing a roadie somewhere to my friend's house. I use them at my house. And right now they are going to give my listeners 15% off your first order when you visit brewmate.com and enter my code Stasi. That's B-R-U-M-A-T-E dot com. Enter my code Stasi and you get 15% off your first order. They also have like a wine bottles, an insulated wine bottle. So you can put a whole bottle of wine in one of the bottles that is great for picnics and or if like you know you go to concerts that are outside or things that you can you know bring alcohol to and stuff like that so you have freezing cold wine for as long as you want it's fantastic and you can just you know get whatever fits your personality the styles are fantastic so go to brewmate.com enter code stasi and get 15 percent off your first order so because this book has now done so well, um, and also I have my last final appearance, my final um, 
uh, signing at Barnes & Noble at The Grove, April 24th. I hope to see you guys there. There's also a Bloomingdale's basic Next Level Basic party April 27th in Los Angeles um, at the Beverly Center that you can get tickets to and you can go to that too. And there's going to be lots of different areas set up like basic bites, basic bronzing, basic cocktails and um, it's just going to be an overall like cool next level basic party that we're taking over the makeup floor of Bloomingdale. So you can come to that too. Um, but with all the love that I've got from this, I've gotten from this, I've already been thinking since before I went on the tour, like, okay, if my book does well, like I, you know, I can't wait to do this again. I can't wait to write something again. And I've had my ideas of, you know, I've been taking notes religiously of what I kind of want it to be like. And I, as I'm thinking about it, I really would love y'all's feedback. Any of you guys who have read Next Level Basic, I think that connecting with listeners and readers, viewers, I've never really liked the word fan. So connecting with my Khaleesi's, like I think that, you know, because this community has been made by all of us, I would love your input and what, you know, I'd love to hear what you would want to hear more of or um, a theme that you would like to, you know, read more of for my second book because I 100% am going to write another one and I absolutely cannot wait. So whether, you know, you shoot my publicist an email or, um, comment on my Facebook group. There is a, a Straight Up with Stassi Facebook group. It's private. I check it all the time. Any ideas that you have, feedback that you have, I would absolutely love to hear it because we can make Next Level Basic 2, the second one, together. And I think that that could be just so much fun. So like I said, I mean, this is going to be, a, this is a short podcast. It's kind of all I have time for. But um you know, it started off rocky, that apocalyptic flight. I was like, oh, no, this I hope this isn't like a bad omen. It definitely wasn't a bad omen because shit's pretty awesome right now. And I'm really grateful and I really can't say it enough. So thank you guys for everything. And I'm going to, you know, next week I'll be able to tell you guys so much more, more anecdotes and, and more stories about my experience on this tour, I'll probably have Bo do my podcast with me so I can just like really talk about all of these specific experiences I had and the funny experiences and interactions that I've had with all of you guys that have showed up. And um, I can't wait for that. But this is all the time I have today because I need to start getting ready for my final one here in Dallas. The weather is beautiful. Life is beautiful. Thank you so much. Love you guys so fucking much i've never really understood when like you know i go to a concert you know like i see like beyonce or ariana grande and they're like i just love my fans i like i said i always hate the word fans but now i really understand i really fucking love my fans i really love you guys i love my khaleesi's y'all are the best and you guys seriously do give me purpose and hopefully you read my acknowledgments at the end of Next Level Basic because you guys are ultimately the ones that I'm most thankful for. So till next week, you guys. Bye. Bye.